Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Number 92, I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Ice Man. Who are 92? Oh, shit, I could do this all day. James Harrison. Uh, Don Terry Poe. Uh, oh, Mike Strahan. I got one dude, Michael Nylander. Okay. That's it. My end, my end all be all of 92 is Reggie White. Why do I want to say like Benny Blades? <laughs> was, was, did he wear fucking 92? It's like the only number that, for some reason, only name pops in my head with the number 92. Benny Blades? No, I think he was like a safety, wasn't he? That's what I'm saying. It's probably bullshit. I don't know. Was Robert Porsche 92? Robert Porsche was 91. Ah. Uh, oh, well. All right. So. You got pen and paper? We're going to start with the NFL. We usually save it for the end. But we start with this rule for Iceman. <laughs> you got 10 minutes. And I'm, I'm, it's set on my motherfucking, on my phone to talk about the Lions in free agency. And then you shut the fuck up about the Lions for the rest of the show. I need like 10 seconds for the Lions and free agency. <laughs> Bro, I know you. Okay. We're going to get an hour deal, and you're going to try to go off on a Lions rant, and I'm going to tell fucking, I'm, I swear to God, I'm not joking. I will tell Chris to dump your mic. I'm telling okay. you, you will be on time. You will be on the naughty step. So <laughs> I suggest you use this 10 minutes and get it out your system. There is nothing. There's not 10 minutes worth of Lions free agency, bro. Okay, because I have about 200 fucking updates and messages in the group chat while I'm at work trying to use my phone to make money and deal with customers with you going, oh, they should have signed him. Oh, why didn't they sign him? What the fuck are they doing? They say different. So I'm glad it's out of your system. Okay, so having said that, let's move on. Speaking of free agency in 92, hello, Dinata. Used to, used to be. Yeah, he just went to world champion. He's, he's old and busted. What, did he give us a full healthy season? Absolutely not. I totally agree with the move. Get him out. But replace him. God damn it. Dude, everything they've done so far is, is I'm telling you, it's Matt Patricia and Quinn being Matt Patricia and Quinn. Okay. It, it, it seems like they're setting up for the future. Do you want That's to be, what it does. Do you want to be the 1999 Ravens Iceman, or do you want to be the 1990s Dallas Cowboys? Hey, I, the way the the way, I, and probably the only thing I need to say about the Lions is what I said in chat. You're right. This is a GM and a coach that comes from a team of making superstars out of absolutely nobody. Like Danny Amendola, that pretty boy. Yeah. Danny Amendola, Blevins. My point is, what the fuck is he going to do in Miami? Same thing Wes Welker did when he went to fucking Denver. Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So, don't fret, Iceman. See, I'm on the walk. It's it's role reversal. I'm all Lions buttered up, and you're all fuck the Lions. I'm I'm not fuck the Lions. I'm saying, like I said in the chat. Okay. I submit. 
new management, new coach, new everything. Let's see what they do. After do the like, free agency market, after the draft, let's see how we look. I do like uh, what you pointed out, Chris, that... Um, uh, who'd they sign? What corner they signed? Oh, guy from Seattle. He's trending upwards. Yes. Instead of usually, it's the other way when someone signs with a team like Detroit. So yeah, I, you know that that speaks to forward thinking. That's something that you can't really, you know. Can't really accuse Detroit Football Club of having tons of. <laughs> so, you know, I, I that that much, I, I'll give them. I mean, and you know, I, I kind of, I thought kind of the same way with Tampa Bay, but then I'm like, you know what? What's the point of going on? Because Tampa Bay's got a lot of cap space. I think they have fourth or fifth most going in the going into the off season. But it's like, what's the point of signing a bunch of people? How do what, what did Vincent Jackson do for him? Nothing. Exactly. Sold tickets. <laughs> Sold tickets. Vincent Jackson is one of those people. Like that motherfucker's still playing. Like I mean, so, so it's like, yeah. I you know what? Fuck it. Build for the future. You know. I mean, but also, I think they could have took a step forward this year. They took a hellacious step back, if you ask me. But that's. Maybe that's the fan talking. I mean, I was expecting playoffs or bust, and it was what four and twelve season. I can't even remember. I stopped paying attention about mm, three quarters of the way through the season. I was just like, I can't, I can't anymore. No, didn't we end up above? Didn't we end up nine and seven? No, I'm talking about Tampa. Oh, oh no, the, no, the yucks. No, no, Detroit seems like they they're playing five hundred and above for like what now? Except for like what didn't they? When, when's the last time they were under five hundred in a season? Uh, Jimmy was here, so it seems like they're flirting around the five hundred number, and, and and then if they don't make the playoffs, they're around five hundred. The Bucks have been like <laughs> flush, you know. Seriously, the little toilet bowl guy, and from the old commercials, that's them. That's what they've been doing. I mean, they had the season before last; it looked like they were making headway. Captain Crablegs gets on fucking hard knocks, sells. Me and a bunch of fucking people who really had a dour opinion of the man that he had, you know, was some kind of leader and he was ready to lead this team somewhere. And then last season happened. Let him into the basement. And yep, he's out there on the field picking fights that his other teammates have to jump in and handle because he's the quarterback and you don't let your quarterback fight. He's out there doing dumb shit like making W's with his hands and eating them. Going, mm, I'm going to eat that W. Like, I'm like, does this make sense to anybody but you? This is back to, if you with me, you with me, and we good. What the fuck does that mean? That's OJ levels of retardation. <laughs> I mean, it don't even make no fucking sense. So, I... What's that? I, I keep... It's from a movie or a TV show, was it? Only reason I'm crying is because of the adrenaline. Oh, that's Dave Chappelle. That's the... Oh, yeah, that's, the, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys Night Out. <laughs> yeah. That's I think about whatever Jameis Winston after last season. When he got in that fight and he started crying. Well, the reason I'm crying is because you're drilling, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I'm pretty sure that was a guy, yo. <laughs> but, uh, 
No, I mean, I, look, free agency is an exciting time. But what's the point of adding a bunch of high-priced pieces if you don't have the pieces, the cornerstone pieces there? I mean, free agency should be, you're not going to fill it in a draft, and it's a emergency must plug the hole, or you're adding luxury pieces. It's like a trade deadline trade. for It's, a, it's like the trade the Vegas Knights did for Tatar. They didn't need him, but they had the luxury of going out and getting him. And it's better to, you know, have more ammo than you need, I mean, or than you want, than less than you need, I guess. But I just, to me, if your team ain't at to that point, why are you going out there and blowing your load? Makes no sense. This free agency, there's more, way more, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, than to talk about than the Lions and or Tampa. I mean, the no, biggest absolutely thing, is. Oh, yeah. I think that one of the biggest things, if not the biggest thing, is the uh, quarterback carousel for the Minnesota Vikings kind of filled all the vacancies in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, Keenum went to Denver. Kirk yep. Cousins comes to Minnesota. And was Bradford, Bradford went to, to Arizona? Yep. All right, well, Bridgewater hold on. Bridgewater to Jets. Hold on. Because Bridgewater to the Jets, that's just like, <laughs> hey, we need you to fill this role until we fucking tank next season and hopefully get a good fucking high draft pick. Um, I you I can't believe the Jets think they're going to fucking go anywhere with Bridgewater as their quarterback. Come on now. Well, they're, they're keeping McCown, aren't they? Yep. Well, good. His non-looking at porn, Christ-loving ass can pray their way to the playoffs, right? Not in that division. But anyways, um, I'm sorry. Now, who, who went to Denver? Keenum? Case yeah, Keenum. Case Keenum. Am I the only one that thinks that that is just a fun? It is literally John Elway sticking his finger in the dike until something better comes along? Yeah. Oh, that, definitely. But that's the backup that got Minnesota to the playoffs. Uh, Nick Foles? No, Minnesota. No, Nick Foles? You want a backup that got you to the playoffs? How about the, how about the backup who did something? Dude, Nick Foles, Nick Foles and, and Philadelphia are both in a very good situation. Nick Foles is either going to get a – they're going to back up the Brinks truck for, for him to warm the bench in Philly, or they're going to back up the Brinks truck for him to go somewhere else. And well, it, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't Philly be like, pick up the – he's got one year left on his contract, if I'm correct, right? I believe so. Pick up the phone. Call Elway. It's not a fucking Eric Ebron situation. It's not like they shopped him to the entire league, and the entire league went, oh, oh, bitch, please. <laughs> I, I would respond, but I'm busy. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, here, Eric Ebron. Yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah, talk to, talk, here, talk to Jonah uh, uh, Jonah Hill. That, that's that's that scene from uh, Moneyball. No, I mean, I'm not even gonna. I mean, he ain't even gonna. I'm not even gonna get on the phone with him. Fuck him. He call with that offer. He can't even talk to the GM. Talk to my secretary. But no, seriously. I mean, I don't understand. And Ellen, it's like. What? Really? That's you think that's going to get them over the hump, make them a playoff team? I mean, do you guys are you buying that? Am I the only one who's that down on this man? No, absolutely not. The the point was made on TV earlier, and it's a great point. Case Keenum had a huge rapport with the receiving core in Minnesota. Minnesota should have kept Case Keenum and let Kirk's ass go down to. Denver. He had a great rapport with the receiving court. That is huge. They brought another white guy. They'll be all right. Tell Minnesota nah. rolls, right? 
Nah. White guy well, to no, the white guy? I agree with you, though, man. I mean, if they if he had a rapport like that to the point where he could take him that far, he's playing well above his pay grade. Let Kirk Cousins go to fucking Denver. I mean, just looking at the NFL records, take away last season, Kirk Cousins. Who would you want? Keenum or, Co- or Cousins? On Minnesota? If, if Who would you want take away last season for, for Minnesota? Cousins. Exactly. So what... You know what I'm saying? I... You're going to take, like like you said, you made a good point. They're taking away a quarterback who had an unusually strong chemistry with his receiving core. He's not going to automatically, or necessarily even, have that in Denver. So wouldn't you want to roll the dice on the the quarterback who's just an all-around better quarterback, who maybe can come in there and just through ability win you some games versus having to rely on, you know, well, gee, I hope everyone in the locker room gets along. And Denver, I look, I mean, I, I've seen it with teams before. Denver's defense still got that mentality, whether they deserve it or not. As, as Joey Diaz says, they got that immigrant mentality. They're out there to stomp a hole in somebody's ass. All right. And whether they deserve it or not, whatever, we can talk about that. But that's usually when you got a defense that thinks that they're that much the shit, they don't want to hear nothing from the offense, but we're going to go out there and basically put up enough points to where, you know, you guys can just keep pitching a, a shutout. That's basically it. So, I mean, if he goes down, if, 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 you know, next season rolls along and he's playing like he played before every season except for last season, he's going to get eaten alive in Denver. And that's just his own teammates. We haven't even started to fucking factor in the fans and the fucking media. Well, he'll get paid well to do it. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. If, I, Dan- if I was Minnesota, there's no way I would have let Keenum go. He took me all that way, lost my fucking starting tailback, and still took me all that way. Hey, and you could call hey, it. You could, hey, you could argue he didn't get you there. He didn't close it up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could, but when was the last time the Vikings were in a Super Bowl? Well, not just, that, days? not just that. Are you going to blame Case Keenum for that or the defense? The defense didn't show up. I don't know where the defense was. They were still celebrating the miracle in Minnesota. Something. They didn't show up at all. Well, is what it is now. I mean, we got, I guess I'm going to look like a fool if I'm sitting here next this time next year and, you know, Denver just won another Super Bowl. Talk about Case Keenum, Super Bowl MVP. MVP and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going oh, to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's getting the truck. Soda would look stupid as shit. Not just for trading Case Keenum, but they, for the first time ever, a quarterback has a full guaranteed contract. He was signed for three years, he being Kirk Cousins, three years, $84 million, fully guaranteed. I want that motherfucker's agent. Who no represents shit. Who represents Kirk? That is the first time in history a quarterback has ever got a fully guaranteed contract. You get like Matt Stafford, $127 million with like 70 guaranteed. This motherfucker went and got three years, $84 million in all $84 million guaranteed. You like that? Like that? That's oh, actually that's video from that. him signing the contract. It's him leaving. <laughs> that's him that's him, that. that's him calling his wife his side bitch his side bitch to his side bitch 
He's like, oh Kansas boy. Babies. Yeah, yeah, I got enough dick to sling around to all of y'all. In fact, y'all just yeah. want to meet up? <laughs> yeah, well, fuck on a big pile of money. Exactly. $84 million. Y'all be sister wives for that, won't you? Yup, that's what I thought. <laughs> $84 million in three years, and no matter what, it's all completely guaranteed. This isn't signing bonus. And he went to Michigan State? Bonus. Yeah, Michigan Damn. State for an agricultural school. Somehow he got some business sense. Well, you know what? I got to say this, man. I would be tempted to go out and be like, oh, my ankle. First OTA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this truth's guaranteed. (laughs) Looking like Sean Watson and shit. Get all fucked up in practice. Thanks for the money. I'm going to stay here now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, so... Okay, yeah. Bridgewater, Bridgewater to the Jets. Is that anything but just, okay, that's the Jets having to try to say, please buy season tickets. We're going to try to do something this season. Well, didn't they end up finishing respectable last year, and we thought they were going to be a shit show? Yeah, but look, it's either playoffs or not in that division, period. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I don't think you can really get respect there. I mean, it's it, it's there's no moral victories in that division. I remember. Well, that I remember Hart- goes through Boston pretty much, doesn't it? That's what I'm saying. So, finishing respectable in that division doesn't mean shit. I mean, you have to, you have to make the playoffs. You Wild card or you win the division, one way or the other, you have to do it. You have to take that the first order. Yeah, that's why Rex Ryan was fucking worshipped out there for a while. He was passed around between fucking Buffalo or the Jets and Buffalo. There's a reason for that because they thought that he was the only coach who had Belichick the Patriots number. number. Yeah, he did for a minute. He did. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> then the foot fetish video come out and it was all over with. That shit is pale in comparison to shit that happens to people now. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, you know, he likes his wife's feet. Yeah, but I, th- I think uh, Minnesota's pretty much the only team that's uh, Super Bowl or bust. Jets definitely want to look for the playoffs. I'll tell you the biggest moves being made, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They want to be in the fucking playoffs next year, <laughs> this year. Yeah, whatever. You're Cleveland. I Okay, but I, this, I'm going to say this. Barkley's going first over all of them. That's all they're missing. That's all they're missing. It, they would be... The, I understand they don't have the O line that they want, but they've got. They, they went out and got. Remember when they were just fucking loading up on weapons, and we're like, "What the fuck are they doing?" This is it. If we can't beat you in the air, we'll we'll stuff Barkley down your throat. Yeah, Joe Thomas just retired. All pro tackle. See ya. Yeah, but hey, that was I mean, retirement. Or hey, Joe Thomas, you should retire. <laughs> I think that might have been more how that went down. I mean, I understand that, but I also, how many times do we go through this with, you know, Favre? Favre? If if they if they fucking think that him coming back will help them and they can convince him of that, he can unretire. I mean, they got enough weapons and, and things in place right now that. Wouldn't be a bad idea to stay one year. Let's just see what happens, man. Maybe they needed the roster room. They're like, why don't you, why don't you retire? Roster room, money room. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that. 
Huh? Huh? Still, fuck you, you're Cleveland. But, but, but who do they who do they acquire though? Everybody. <laughs> God damn it, Iceman. Tyrod Taylor's their quarterback. That's uh not that good. That's about the only good, not good thing. You just said everybody, and then you gave me one name. Hold on. <laughs> You'd be I'm the worst improv troupe in the world. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could go down the list for you. They got uh, Carlos That's Hyde. kind of what I was getting at. Okay, well, they got Carlos Hyde from San Francisco. He's the running back, so they don't really need Barkley. That would be a great thing. Uh, they got Chris Hubbard for their O-line. That's going to replace uh, Joe. Uh, out of, from Cincinnati, they got Chris Smith from the defensive line. I mean, th- they're beefing up. It's, you know. But I, once again, is it going to be the 2010 Jets? Is it going to be, when you, when you, when you looked at that, you were like, God, they got a lot of weapons when you run it, run it down. But they just couldn't. Just because you have all the ingredients doesn't mean you can make the fucking food taste good. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, that's true too. So far, all I'm seeing is, oh yeah, oh Tyra Taylor, Jarvis Landry. That's the name we're forgetting. Yeah. Although that hasn't been official, officially announced. So Jarvis Landry, Tyra Taylor, Carlos Hyde. Those are the three big names. All right. Uh, what's his nuts? Jimmy Graham goes to Green Bay. <laughs> Jordy Nelson, see ya. It's going to be interesting to see where that guy lands. Although, he's had, let's be honest with Jordy Nelson, he's had durability issues, man. Well, you know, it was this, the the tweet or statement or whatever the fuck that uh, Aaron Rodgers released about that. Uh, he doesn't seem like, I mean, he's a professional, he'll move on, but he doesn't seem like he's all that thrilled. It seems like he lost his right arm right there. And I mean, it, it, Green Bay, we know can can make moves once they're once they're, they're like, well, <coughs> we're looking over the horizon, and there's the end of your career, Mister Quarterback. So we're going to start making moves for the next guy down the line. I mean, they did it with Favre. I mean, is it already Green- that time with him already? He just—it seems like. It- Seems like Aaron just got here. When did he get drafted, <laughs> though, man? That's true. It's a, what, 2008? Yeah, it's 10 years ago. I mean, and he's played a lot. A lot of football. He's 34, you know. Two more seasons, three more seasons. I mean, he'll be 35 by the end of next season. So, you know, not everybody. not everybody's going to fucking... Play into their forties. Not everybody's Tom Brady. Everybody's TB twelve. Yeah, played on forty five. And I mean, on top of that, for the Packers to basically say we made the best decision for us, it's like, oof. oh wow, no, he was drafted in two thousand five. Yeah, dude, he didn't start. He's set. He's set. Yeah, that's right. He didn't start till two thousand eight. Damn, he's been starting for ten years. Seems like again. Seems like he just started. Yeah, I mean, it's it, welcome to old age, bro. And the, and the older you get, the more time speeds up. <laughs> okay, but I'm just going to say this. When he went down, so did the Packers. Who, Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Well, yeah, of course. Okay, so so that's your guy. You, you should have at least consulted him before trading somebody like Jordan Nelson or, or letting him go. What do you, what do you, think, but you think my boss runs, runs it by me when he wants to fire somebody? No, it's, 
Sorry. It's a di- hey, wait a minute though. Yeah, that's different though, Chris. That's like I, that's why I started with is when it? he went down. So did Green Bay. If you went down with the flu or a broken shoulder and had to take a vacation for a bit, your company will go on without you, and it'll do just fine. Yeah. See, that's where that's where that's why I feel like like. Walking to the club like, what up? I got a big dick because I fucking was out for six weeks with a knee injury, and all I kept hearing was, "When are you coming back?" Nice. We sure do miss you. No, but here's the thing, uh, there, Iceman. It will do so without Aaron Rodgers. No, it may no, not. It, yeah, just it will. Proved it. it will still exist. It, it will lose. Oh, I, yeah, it'll it will exist, lose games. It'll exist at a fucking very low level. Well, here's the thing. Why would you get rid of Jordy Nelson, but you're going to fucking get Jimmy Graham? And hope that Aaron Rodgers is going to fucking elevate Jimmy Graham to to, to Gronk status. Jim, because Rodgers actually, when he's got a tight end to throw, he's pretty fucking money. When he had Jermichael Finley, when he had uh, whoever was before him. I just can't believe the Packers didn't give up their first, second, and third round pick for Eric Ebron. That's uh-huh. all. I, I can't believe that. You done fucked up, AA Ron. You should you should you should have went to the front office. Dropovich. Mc- yeah, I, I need I need Ebron. Trade trade our entire draft for him. Pull a Mike Dicka. <laughs> Deuces, uh, Ebron. Later. On a, on a serious note, I can't. What I really can't believe is they didn't give Jordy Nelson the chance to retire as a Packer. If he's done, if he if he's all played out and everything. Let him retire as a Packer. Don't just fucking let him go. Well, Jordy Nelson's like, what, 32? I don't know, something like that. That's a little young, unless injuries have really taken their toll. And he's looking, at, he's thinking about retiring. But, I mean, even if he, if he was, I would have to believe that that rumor would have gotten out at some point. In today's, in today's society, you can't keep anything secret. It's been leaked for 10 years. Even with his injury last year, he tied uh, Antonio Brown for the most touchdown or something like that, receptions. Well, he's still a, de- he's still a threat in the... In the uh, oh, wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about somebody else. My bad. Yeah. Uh, you talking about Jordy Nelson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the, 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 the... For whatever reason, I thought you were talking about... Uh, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham's still a red zone threat, though. And, I mean, you know, can't fuck with the stats, man. Okay. When Aaron Aaron Rodgers does have a fucking tight end to throw to in the red zone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I ain't mad about that, but why can't you restructure Jordy Nelson's contract, keep him, add Jimmy Graham, and there you go. Now now you're in serious, serious trouble. You got Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, and Jimmy Graham? Aaron Rodgers throwing at him? Come on. Oh. Well, old. He's been in the league ten years. He's rookie year is two thousand eight. This is a this Bye, is a bitch. Football is a cutthroat, take no prisoners, no quarter given, none asked business. I mean, it's it's very rare that a team will take up a roster spot just so someone can retire with the t- with them because they started with them. I mean, I, I just I, f- I keep flashing back to when Mike <clears throat> Mike Allstott retired, and he was like one of, I think, 12 guys in the last 25 years when he retired who were retiring with the same team that drafted him. 
that's that's uh, I mean that's very very slim odds that that's going to happen no matter who you are and I mean even then uh, two of those guys well one of those guys at that point was Barry Sanders and Barry Sanders pulled the plug on his career Detroit would have been more than happy to keep trotting him out there so Jordan Nelson only had 482 receiving yards last year he played 15 games he had uh, you want to know why he got dumped? Because in 2016, he had 1,257. He was injured! Oh, in 2016? No, he wasn't. 2015, he, he, 2015, he didn't even play. Last year. Yeah, last year, he played 16 games. 2016, games played, 16. He had 1,257 receiving yards. 2015, he was not even a factor. He was injured in the preseason. Why do I think he was playing with an injury last year, then? He yeah. was... He was coming off of the, fucking up his knee the prior season. Which that, will cast some doubt on you quick, quick, fast, and in a hurry in this league. I mean, I'll bullshit aside. <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's going to be 33 by the time the season starts, and he just had reconstructive surgery on his knee. Okay. You know what? <laughs> we need to delete the last 10 minutes of conversation. <laughs> well, yeah. I, not I, I really, but I mean, it. I get where you're at because... That that's not just Green Bay. That's trend throughout the league. Uh, Seattle, looking at you, <laughs> just totally dismantled the fucking Legion of Boom. Last the year defense. was the first year that Jordy Nelson didn't average double digit receiving yards in his whole career. The lowest he had averaged was eleven point one yards a catch, and that was his rookie season. Last year was nine point one. So I mean, they were just. Yeah, they're cutting their losses. They're getting rid of them before it gets sad. Even though when you had 482 yards in the season before, you had 1257. You could argue. I can't believe they didn't at least get a draft. Started to. You know, I read it. I, I, you, you, you brought up something. I just want to bring this up. Um, I can't find the article. I, I looked. Uh after I got home from work and was trying to trying to dig it back up and I'm doing it you now I'm stalling because I'm trying to look a little bit deeper and I'm not seeing it but it was it was an opinion piece about uh uh what Seattle's doing is almost as much as you can as much as you can dismantle a college football program for a rebuild when you know that the hammer's coming down on you the, the I can't remember who wrote this this article either this opinion piece. Basically, they're saying they he he sees a lot of parallels between what's going on in Seattle and what went on with USC. And basically, what the conclusion he was coming to is he thinks that Pete Carroll is about ready to bow out. Oh shit! And I mean, Pete Carroll is known as one of the most player friendly coaches. He's the oldest coach in the league too. And he is the oldest coach in the league. That's so. If he's a player-friendly coach, and they're like, yeah, that's nice, but we're still going to blow up the team, and you add his age in there, I mean, it just, to me, I was like, that article made a little bit more sense than it probably should. Maybe I'm connecting dots that I shouldn't, though. I don't know. But, I mean, we've talked about it. We've talked about it on this show about Pete Carroll and how old he is, and we think... I mean, I think it was me that threw it out there just for shits and giggles and conversation a few, you know, I don't know, a few months ago. I was like, well, it had to be in the last few months. It was since uh, the Super Bowl. I was like, you know, 
if he doesn't stay in Seattle because they blow up Seattle, where's he going to go? And Chris, you were the one that was like, uh, to the retirement home. <laughs> Golf course. To God's waiting room, a.k.a. Yeah. Florida. You know, so I... You know, is that what's going on in Seattle? I don't know, man, but it's like the last one out, turn off the lights. Jesus. Rich Sherman ended up San Francisco, like I said, last show. Damn, I, it. I don't get to there, call things too often. There was, there was an interesting take on that that I saw um, in a little clip I saw online, which was about anyone who thought Sherman was going to visit Seattle and get out of there without signing a contract. You need to put the crack pipe down, essentially. <laughs> oh, San Francisco? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah. He, a guy like Richard Sherman walks through the door of your, of your organization, and you have as much in your back pocket. You know the area. You went to college in the area. It's in the same division, so you can go fucking stick it to the team who said you weren't good enough anymore and prove them wrong. And to a guy like Richard Richard Sherman, (laughs) to a guy like Richard Sherman, that's music to his ears. Dick Sherman and his contracts incentive laden, which tells you what: go out there and do what you. If you you talk the shit, now go walk the shit. Yeah. So I wasn't really shocked once once it was framed for me like that because I was like, you know what? It's a lot of good points, especially the. These guys have a lot of pride, and you 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 fuck with a professional athlete's pride, even if it takes a season or two. Look at what a guy like Favre did to try to get back at the fucking at the Packers. They said, "Hey, oh yeah, you want to unretire? Okay, we're going to ship you to the Jets." He's like, "That's fine." I'm one gonna... season, one season in New York. How you doing, fucking Minnesota? I'm I'm going to go to New York and invent the dick pic. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> the underwhelming dick pic. She was hot as balls. I don't know. I might. I might throw my little shit in the mix with with a chick that like that. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I mean, well, he did fuck Green Bay though when he went to yeah, Minnesota. What Super Bowl did he win with Minnesota? Because I just I remember, uh, basically, Green Bay winning the Super Bowl that season that he went to the NFC play or championship game against them. Or am I thinking of uh, he went against? Uh, was that the year? Wait a minute. Was that the year that the Saints beat him in the NFC Championship game, or was that Green Bay that beat him in the championship game? I didn't think it was Green Bay. I might be wrong on that. My bad. But still, I think Green. I think Green Bay is happy with their decision. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I think they're like, eh. But once again, it speaks to my point. You fuck with these guys' egos, and all of a sudden, they're not rookies who are out there looking to prove themselves to the league. Now they're looking to to get. Revenge and hatred's a hell of a motivator for some people, man. Whole fucking wars have been won and lost based on it. And I'm telling you, look at the length of Sherman's contract. That's 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 his. He's going to retire at home because it's, it's three years. He'll be in the league ten. He'll be in the league ten years. And in a position, when's the last time you've seen a cornerback play for over a decade? Rondé Barber. That's. I mean, and and and. I, he they even moved him to safety the last I believe two seasons he played, but I mean that's the only 
cornerback who stayed in people's top 10, top 20 that played that long, and I can think of off the top of my head. So, I mean, that, that's, uh, yeah. And on top of that, look, he went out there. Who's who's the GM in San Francisco? They hit a white boy, John Lynch. And he probably, he probably talked all that fucking secondary shit that he could to Sherman. And Sherman was like, this is music to my ears. And then on top of that, he was like, by the way, meet your new quarterback. Hey, Jimmy G, come in here and whip your dick out. Show him how big it is. I mean, because, let's be honest, that's got a hellacious upside right there. Is Jimmy G still undefeated as an NFL starter? Did he Did he lose one? I don't think he did. Uh, Iceman, what about you? Do you, you remember if he lost last season? Jimmy G? Yeah, once he started. No. Yeah. He's undefeated. That's right. Greatest quarterback ever. Just retire right now. Yeah, never lost his... Uh, that is crazy. All right. So is that, is that in free agent talk? Do we miss any any big? Well, I mean, uh, hold on a sec, because where does Jordy Nelson end up? Chicago. I mean, do you have do you have like some inside information, or is that just a guess? <laughs> it's just a wild guess. <laughs> it's, it's in the division. They need somebody. They they need they, they need fucking anybody in Chicago. Anybody with a name. They need footsteps. They need. <laughs> Who's the quarterback in necessary roughness? Sinbad. Oh, no, Scott, Scott Bakula. Yeah, but they need whoever his character was. They need Shane Falco. Oh, Blake. They need, yeah, Blake. They need Alake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they need uh, whoever uh, Dawson. Fudge. Whoever Dawson played in uh, uh, Varsity Blues. Box, uh, yeah, quarterback from uh, Friday Night Lights. They, yeah, they, I mean, if they're going to continue to collect quarterbacks, shit. Who was the quarterback in Little Giants? <laughs> he's got he's, he's to be in his prime bout right now. <laughs> Actually, the quarterback in Little Giants was a girl named Icebox. There you go. Bring her in. <laughs> Why Jimmy, not? Jimmy G is 7-0. and Just retire. The GOAT. <laughs> oh, hey, Rich. Just so you know, uh, when Brett Favre went to Minnesota, he won the divisional playoff to the Cowboys and lost the NFC Championship to the Saints. He beat Green Bay both games during the season. Okay, that's what it was then. He kicked the shit out of fucking Green Bay. Was like, uh huh, uh huh. Retire that. I'm telling you, hatred's a great motivator. We'll see. Richard Sherman can help put them 49ers on the map. All right. Well, then I mean, let's talk about who's still on the board. Sue. Oh, a lot of people on the board, not just Ndamukong There's way better than Ndamukong Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Let's get him out of the way. Again, can we just put this? Can we just put this bitchy baby to bed? He ain't coming back to Detroit. Period. No, probably not. No, he couldn't wait to leave. Yeah, I mean, I, this is this is Iceman. This, yeah, this I would have given you a, a, a mulligan on if you'd went over the ten minute limit. But because the 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 local sports talk, the amount of people who think he's coming back, I'm just like you. People are fucking delusional. That man hated it here. What reason does he have to come back here? Because he ain't that good anywhere else. But do you think he believes that? That's the point. That's the question to ask. Well, it's, it's like it's like Chris always says those pesky facts. When he's yeah. asked went down to Miami, he didn't do shit. 
had a cameo on uh, Ballers. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, he's been he's been pretty much a non. He's been a he went from almost. I'm talking national level. I'm not even talking the local shit. Local was crazy because when he was here in Detroit, it, local sports talk was constantly about Sue. But on the national level, and it wasn't all good, obviously. But he was on people's lips at least three, four times during a season. I mean, all week long till his next game. And he just a fucking peered when he went down to Miami. He was just, he was, they would mention him in passing. There was no more stories about this guy's a beast, but he plays with an edge and he needs to reel it in and needs to blah, blah, blah. It was just, yeah, and Sue. <laughs> yeah, when he was here, he was a bad boy of the NFL. He's getting called to the principal's office. By the commission. He was the baddest man on the defensive line. Yeah, I know. Yeah, shit, James Harrison was like, motherfucker, how many times you got to go meet with Goodell? I thought I held the record. <laughs> no, I, and you know what? I don't really want a Dominican Sue. He doesn't want to be here, and I don't want him. I'll take Don Terry Poe. That big son of a bitch is a free agent. Sue's going to end up in, uh, my guess is, Denver, Texas, New England. He's going to end up somewhere where they can use his talents, where they can make him part of a system. And If he goes to New England, he better check his fucking ego at the goddamn door. I don't care, man. He's ABH. I, Kansas City, even? ABH. Anywhere but here. Well, it, it, the, uh, was it, uh, NFL Network, a couple guys were talking about it. I can't remember who. But the, uh, the dark horse consensus is that he's going to end up in India with the Colts. And I'm like, why? What the fuck is, what the fuck's in, you don't even know if you got a quarterback. You had a coach walk in and out like a revolving door. Why would you go there? But they were very, they seem very sure about their predictions. So maybe they know something that we don't. But I do say if he does go to New England, yeah, he needs to check his fucking ego. But that seems to be a fucking team that can get players to check their fucking egos. Rodney Harrison, Randy Moss. Exactly. I'm looking at you two specifically. So, I mean... Darrell Revis. Blunt. Two-time Super Bowl winning running back, LeGarrette Blunt. Back-to-back with two different teams. That guy. Oh, that guy's family's going to have money forever now. Well. Okay, so... Okay, Sue, fuck it. All right, you want Poe. Poe, Tamba Ali... Uh, shit, Sheldon Richardson's already gone. Malcolm Butler hasn't landed anywhere. Malcolm Butler's in Texas. He signed with Texas? Yeah. Oh, my bad. See, I'm not even... Goddamn work and life getting in the way of football. Football is life. Get it right. (laughs) Tell to the lecture company. Hey, I got this football. I tried it once. I got Bob Carver's signed rookie card. Didn't work. And Navarro Bowman is a free agent. Eh. Old. Old and bust. Muhammad Wilkerson, though. I'll take him. Every time I hear Wilkerson, who, who do I think of, Earl? Do I hear that last name? Sarge Fumbelina Wilkerson fumbles the ball. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I mean, dude, first, I, one of the things that we just. Just the fucking. The amount of movement in this offseason. This is the antithesis of what's going on in the MLB fucking world. Yeah. Yeah, no shit, because this is day one. 
and everybody scattered, dude. They look like cockroaches. Seriously? <laughs> I'm serious. The light came on for the NFL's free agency, and they fucking went, Pew! Hey, Wilkinson's been in the league eight years. Next. I want anyone on their way out. Is someone on their way up? Lions love to do on their way out. It's their bread and butter. Well, I mean, are we going are to... You... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Are you saying Dwight Freeman is on his way out? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Again, usually Chris goes, under still playing? <laughs> Chris usually goes, yeah, that would have been a great signing 10 years ago. That would have been a great signing 15 years ago. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that would have been a great draft pick. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like a little bit late. Breaking news. The Lions have signed to Brickashaw Ferguson. Oh, well, shit. There we go. Super Bowl bound, baby. <laughs> Didn't even know he was still in the league. <laughs> Mike Singletary, no longer coaching, playing linebacker for the Lions. <laughs> Starting at linebacker. <laughs> you know what? I would still be afraid of that motherfucker, even as old as he is. No, I would, too, because he'd take his helmet off and try to bite you. Seriously. He'd take his helmet off and beat the shit out of you with it. <laughs> it looked like that Miami-Florida International brawl from the 2000s. <laughs> Motherfuckers running in with their helmets swinging and shit. <laughs> It wasn't even just how hard he hit you or anything, man. Those eyes, man, that, that gaze he had just gets you. Oh, that motherfucker looked like he oh, had just hit a 50 shit. rock. Oh. Okay. Oh, Iceman. Oh. Oh. I'm, oh. Oh. I have, to, I have to share this. Oh, no. NFL free agency rumors. LeGarrette Blunt visiting Detroit Lions. <laughs> Well, then he doesn't want to win three Super Bowls in a row. <laughs> He's our four-leaf clover, damn it. Oh, Friday. I bet you, I bet you if, if he... According to Adam Schefter. If he does sign, though, I bet you you'll see a lot of blunt jerseys, not just because of his last yeah, name. I know, right? Yeah, I was going to say, of course. <laughs> You'll see a lot, of, a lot of blunt jerseys here in Detroit. <laughs> They've already hosted DeMarco Murray and Jonathan Stewart, who has since signed with the Giants. See, now, DeMarco Murray was Frank an interesting Gores. one because he only missed one game last season, if I'm remembering correctly. And he's coming off uh, his best season ever last season. As far as yardage, he had like 1,300-yard season. I mean, but but the downside is... He is the offensive lines that he ran behind. Detroit just doesn't have that, period. I think I mean, we can uh, match Buffalo's Detroit or uh, offensive line. Too, Buffalo has a young one, but they're young and developing. Detroit, I don't see it like that. Not not as far as the running game goes. And Murray is 30, too. That's the problem. That's that's one thing that keeps bothering. Like, yeah, for, running, oh my God. for running back. I'm with you because I was coming home from work and I'm listening to the local sports talk and one of the fucking talking heads goes, 30's the new 23 in the NFL as far as running backs. And I about laughed my ass off to a point where I drove into a fucking brick wall. I'm like, who's besides you, dipshit, who's ever said that in the last decade? It's been the exact opposite. Running back has been... The position of running back is so devalued that fullback is a dying position. All right, it, it, 
who's the last running back taken number one overall? Crickets. Thank you. That's my point. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's those days, except for maybe this draft, which it's way too early, but I've already heard exactly. I've already heard a couple of mock draft comes out came come out, and I laughed my balls off. This is way too early. They haven't even crunched all the numbers from the fucking combine yet. And they're like, you know, Saquon's going to go first overall. And I'm like, I, you know, that wouldn't shock me. But it's only because of who's got that pick. I, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't see anyone else making that pick with, if they were in Cleveland's position. I think with all their moves, they'd be stupid not to take him. But then again, they did just sign Carlos Hyde. That's the thing about the Browns. Browns are going to be interesting, not because I think they're going to do anything, but because either they're on to something and they're pulling a Houston Astros on us, and they're like, in three years, you'll be shocked. Or <laughs> this is just SOB, same old Browns. They're just slapping a new coat of paint on that shit, you know, going, hey, we're making moves. Look at us. And it's like, yeah, and they're going to do absolutely nothing. Well, they still need a quarterback. Tyrod Taylor is not the franchise game managers dude <laughs> i'm telling you I, I i know i i i know everyone wants that brady that rogers that breeze and those are nice those are really nice to have but i mean there's been a lot of fucking teams that won super bowls with quarterbacks who are huh who no he didn't play for them did he yes he did he won a fucking super bowl for him tampa looking at you Remember, Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl ring, everybody. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, it's fucked up when you can name the whole defense of Tampa when they won the Super Bowl, but you can't. You can name, like, two people on the offense. Yeah, I know, right? But, I mean, hey, I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch Cleveland. And and Cleveland is is it's almost like Detroit's sister city when it comes to football and misery because I know there's fans who swore off the Browns last season who are now going, oh, give me them season tickets. I know it. I fucking know they're doing it right now. I know they're doing it. So there have been probably double digits worth of domestic violence over. You bought season tickets to the Browns. Because of moves made this offseason. Dog pound in full effect. And I'm not talking guys beating wives' ass. I'm talking wives beating guys' ass for buying those fucking yeah. tickets. <laughs> I'm talking the comedic type of domestic violence, not the tragic kind. Yeah, drive through the neighborhood and it looks like a whole fucking neighborhood yard sale because all the guy shits are on on lawn. <laughs> <laughs> They're all camping out tailgating. Yeah, I ain't got none in a couple weeks, but shit, Brown's going to be good this year. <laughs> Yo, you having a yard sale? No, my wife threw me out. I bought season tickets. Right over here, I got a hibachi. Yeah, <laughs> the wife let, wife let me run the extension cord. I got a foreman grill. Oh shit, we eating good tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah. It'll I, be interesting. It'll be, that, it'll be very interesting. That's that's what I'm saying. It's going to, even if they fail, it's going to be have to be like almost spectacularly like, Wow. To see, first of all, they have a head coach who's won one game as a head coach of their team, and they brought him back. In two years. That is hilarious, okay? Yeah, pretty funny. So, 
I mean, Jesus, God. You think somewhere Rod Marinelli's going, maybe I can get a reprieve and get a head coaching job somewhere. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, shit. Well, uh, anybody else who, or any other moves or any other free guys that are still on the free agent market that uh, stick out to you guys? Let me just check my phone here, make sure nothing's went down when we were talking. Yeah, well, I know, right? It's been that kind of last couple days. It's only 9 o'clock on the West Coast. Yeah, I know, with right? The, with the quarterback carousel, I just want everybody to know, Detroit is doing well. We re-signed Jake Rudock. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, wait, hold on. I got something for this again. There we go. <laughs> Anybody not from Detroit's going, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boondocks. I remember that cartoon. Yeah. People love Michigan. will have a boner right now. Which, hey, that, that could segue nicely into, into the tournament. <laughs> Yay. Michigan and Michigan State could actually play each other in the finals. Could uh, happen. I, I got to use the bathroom. I'll be back in like five minutes. You guys go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's how I have my bracket going down. Really? Yep. I'm serious. I'm going to go use the bathroom. Are we going to bring up brackets already? No, I really do. I have Michigan versus Michigan State. <sighs> Cocksucker. Now i got to pull it up. <sighs> what was the fucking link? Did you send it to me? Nope. I got it. Never mind. I don't know. I have the app. So. Ooh! <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's do this. Jesus, God, Lord, help me. In the South, what's your upsets? I don't think I have any. Don't Virginia. I got Kansas. I got Kansas State beating uh, Creighton. Yeah, that's that's as, yeah, that's as close to the upset I have in the South. Yeah, I think I have the same one. Well, I have Texas beating Nevada. Well, that, just in the South. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be an upset. Ten over seven. Uh, South, you say? Uh, yeah. yeah. See, I initially did pick Texas, and I picked Nevada. No way. Uh, I would just listen to somebody last year talking about somebody actually like bets and makes money on this shit, says, like, Teams are seated higher for a reason. Upsets are great every now and then. He's like, but generally, the seeds are the seeds for a reason. Once you get out of the way, the way it made the most sense to me being explained, because I actually, God help me, listened to a little bit of shit about bracketology and all this shit this year, was once you get out of the round of 32 into the Sweet 16, it's anybody's game. But Especially when you know round to sixty four, pretty much it's going to go down as you think, for the most. I mean, for the vast majority of time, mm-hmm. and pretty much the same in a round of thirty two. So, and you know they use stats to back it up. That I was like, oh, college basketball. All right, wonderful. So, hey, by the way, just want to put this point this out to the listeners. Uh, Chris had to not only message me via the group chat for Sporgy, but message me in my personal. <laughs> messenger on Facebook to go uh, dude you want to fill out your bracket <laughs> we have a show coming up <laughs> and I was like uh, alright yeah 
I think I did it. I think I did it last night. <laughs> hey, you know, no judging. All right. So in the east, you got any upsets? Um, Skip the west. We'll get to it. We're don't worry. Um, I got Alabama beating Virginia Tech. Why? I say, right. say football. <laughs> uh, well, trust me, and with the eight and nine, the the matchups I probably thought about the most were the eight and nine matchups. Uh-huh. And yeah, Virginia Tech's got more of a basketball history than Alabama, so it's, and they're seeded eight. So it was win 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 for me. Uh, I have also Butler over Arkansas. That's I was just about to say that. That's my that's my upset in the East. So everything else, I give it to the higher seed. All right. So moving on to the West, uh, Florida State beat Missouri. Yeah, same here. Really? Yeah, Missouri pissed off Wichita. By the way, a Missouri player went on national TV and said, "I prayed to," and he said this in a fucking conference news conference. I prayed to everything holy we didn't get seated to Wichita. There is nothing to do in Wichita. It's so boring. Where's the lie, though? Well, it's not boring. <laughs> There's a lot to do here in Wichita, but that's beside the point. Here's the problem. Now he has to come here and play. Motherfucker, weren't you the one just talking about a few weeks ago on the show about you just, what you do is watch the grass grow, cut it, and then watch it grow again until it's time to be cut in the summer? Yes, but that's me. I'm fucking boring. My party days are done and over, son. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a lot to do in Wichita, but he, whether there is or isn't, he went on national TV and said this. Now, here's the problem. You and your team have to come play in Wichita. I don't care who you play, Kansas, Wichita State. I don't care if you play Alabama or, or Florida State. I don't care who it is you're playing. Your team is not going to win. That The Interest Bank Arena Center is going to so kill Mizzou. All right. It has been all the fucking talk all over the town. As soon as those motherfuckers get here, it's going to be a misunderstanding. Be some furniture moving around. Moving around this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Bernie Mac. There are eight calls ahead of you. And the Wichita lineman is still on the la 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 See, and once again, I got 10 beating 7. I got Providence beating Texas A&M. I do not. Well, me either. I have no upsets coming out of the West. I think it's going to go down just as it was seated. Yeah. Because I'm the college basketball expert on the show, so listen to me, (laughs) folks. Now, Providence beat a lot of of high-ranked teams this year. Sure. I don't see Texas A&M stopping that. (laughs) I got nothing coming out of the Midwest. I got Midwest going down as it should. I have NC State beating Seton Hall. So do I. So, yeah. it's My, my bracket's boring and safe. Oh, I also have Oklahoma beating Rhode Island. I don't know. 10 versus 7 is just the upset for me. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that's motherfucker. It's almost straight down the line, right? He picked it like that. Yep. I, right. I didn't even look at that. But yeah, Texas was ten. Providence was ten. All right, now working in reverse Butler. in the Midwest in round of yeah. thirty-two. You have any upsets? Uh, I got Clemson over Auburn, and again, I just defer to basketball pedigree. I no, Auburn's going to beat him. Nope, I got Auburn. All right. You can be on that Iceman Island. That's fine. That's what I do. Uh, all right, so in the West, any upsets? Nope. Yeah, no. I got UNC over Texas, Michigan over Houston, Gonzaga over OSU. Xavier over Missouri. Well, I, so, I got all the winners you got except a couple of different yeah. losers, but yeah. All right. And then uh, in the East, uh, it's about to start some no, shit. East, uh, East I got going down as it should. I have uh, West Virginia over Wichita State. A lot of people do. That's okay. So, yeah. And then in the South. I got, South. I got Kentucky over Arizona. Thank Me you. Too. Thank you. Same here. But I also got Miami over Tennessee. This ain't football, motherfucker. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Island. Iceman. I'm on it. All right. All right. So, we got, so now we're at the Sweet 16. So. Any upsets? No. Uh, I have all the top seats. Iceman, you got a couple because I know who you have playing in your final. Yeah, I got Gonzaga over Xavier. No way. Oh, absolutely. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. In the South? No. No, we're going by. We're going... <laughs> Motherfucker, do, do I have to. Jesus, God. Do I have to explain to you how to. I just said we're going to go. Okay, no. There's, there's only two games there. No. Okay, I got Kentucky over UVA. Whoa. And I got Tennessee over Cincinnati. UVA is the only real number one that should be number one. Kentucky yeah. ain't beating them, boss. Yeah, they're seated to be <laughs> to win the whole tournament. Yeah, okay. seriously. Okay. No, he's allowed to have his pick, though, Ice Man. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Don't persecute him. Oh no, I gave up my island. He can have it. Your crazy right, so. ass picks that you're about to spout. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in the East, I got Villanova, West Virginia, Texas Tech. Over Purdue, slight upset, a three over a two seed. What do you? Who do you guys got? Yeah, I got Purdue over. To, I like said my this round, all the high seeds win. I'm boring and safe this round. I got Villanova over Wichita State and Purdue over Texas. Okay. All right, down in the West, Xavier over Gonzaga, and I got UNC over Michigan. No, I got that exactly reverse. I got Gonzaga over Xavier and Michigan over UNC. Iceman's crack bracket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do think both State and Michigan will make it to the Sweet 16. They will not That's be it. seeing the Elite Eight. Yeah. Thanks for coming, which uh, we, we should probably talk about here in a second uh, when we're done with the, the, the bracket bullshit. But um, All right, so in the Midwest, I have Kansas over Clemson and Duke over Michigan State. Yes. Kansas over Auburn, Michigan State over Duke. Wow. Duke does not beat Michigan State. I don't care about the rest of this fucking You get that good shit in Wichita, man. You got got Michigan and State 
in the Elite Eight. <laughs> yes. I got Michigan does, and Michigan State playing each other in the finals. <laughs> dude, <Wait. laughs> dude, yes. <laughs> well, I might actually have a chance to not come in last this year. <laughs> Let's see. I don't even remember how I, I think I came in last last year. I'm pretty sure I did. If I didn't, then shame on both of y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. I came in first. I'm coming in first again. Y'all are making some fucked up statements. Okay. All right. All right. So final four in the Midwest. I got Kansas over Duke. Obviously, you have Michigan State over Kansas. Right, Iceman? You skipped the Elite Eight. Did I? Yes. No, we're talking about the Elite Eight. You said yeah, the final. I have. I, oh, I well, I meant to say. Okay, I misspoke then. All right. Yeah, my Elite Eight is uh, Virginia over Cincy, Michigan over Gonzaga, Villanova over Purdue, and State over Kansas. Wow. Yeah, I'm boring and safe. I have all the one seats. <laughs> okay. Huh? So, f- my final four: I got Villanova over Can or uh, Kansas over Villanova. And UNC over Kentucky. I got Kansas oh, over Villanova and Xavier over UVA. I got the I got the Jayhawks winning it all. I got the Wolverines over UVA and State over Villanova. <coughs> and who wins it all in yours? State. Dude, eighty two to seventy four. Sounds like they get Ice Man gets that shit with like rocks sprinkled in it. You're going to ship bricks if they come to, for, for, to fruition. Yeah, I'd be a happy man. But, you know, the one, the, one thing, the one thing I will say is I don't think it's in Michigan to beat State three times in one season. So if through some ungodly reason they do meet in the national championship game, I would give it to State. I don't think Izzo can be had three times by the same team. That's just my opinion. If the Fab Five would cry. <clears throat> I mean, that's fine. They can dry their tears on their millions of dollars they made. You know, I, I'm I'm just I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I got Kansas over UNC as my national champion. So the madness. Are we allowed to say March Madness? Is it like Super Bowl? I don't give a fuck. They ain't coming after us. What are they gonna sue us for? Yeah, I know, right? Here's a mic stand. You can't there you, su- go. you can't sue an empty bag. Yeah. We want all of your income. Okay, so so you want to take on debt, in other words. Hey, That's yeah, what you're saying. cool. Here's a bill. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pay that off, motherfucker. All right, so I have to ask, what makes you think, Iceman, because this is, this is too crackalicious not even to get into, what makes you think that fucking Michigan and State are good enough to meet in a national championship game? Well, you're thinking of it wrong. I, I went in reverse. Everybody else has so many distractions, so many injuries, so much pressure. And throughout the season, I've listened, watched, and analyzed, and I just don't think they can live up to it. I I think Michigan and Michigan State has stayed the course for most of the season, and the other teams have just fallen off. There's been injuries. There's been suspensions, allegations. uh, It's just... And it doesn't go without saying, and, and we got to say this, the NCAA kept out everybody that's under investigation with the FBI. They're out of this tournament. If you'll notice, Louisville is not in the tournament. USC? Nope. Well, I mean, that's playing politics. Right. Unfortun- unfortunately, that's the day and age we live in. It's, it's, just, it's the same reason that certain people get nominations 
for Grammys and Academy Awards and certain movies do that probably shouldn't because they're trying to make a statement with it. And I mean, I understand that because the NCAA is trying to put as much distance between itself and the fact that they're corrupt and as crooked as a dog's hind leg. But that doesn't change the fact that you can throw a new coat of paint on shit. It's still shit. And the NCAA is shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how excited everybody gets for the fucking, ooh, I filled out my bracket. It's March Madness. This, this entire thing is overseen by a shit fucking organization. Period. If, it, if you really need proof of it, did anyone watch that bullshit selection show or see any of the quote-unquote highlights? No. I, I, heard, it, dude, I heard it was awful. Absolute fucking just like made Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts graduates. Not even graduates. Made us look like <clears throat> we knew what we were doing right before we had to decide what our concentration was going to be, radio or, or television. Like seriously, audio not in sync. They cut to, you know, they cut to a team to announce where they were, and they'd announce it, and there was a, it, they were seven seconds behind. So the team, everybody, you know, just, there's a video of everybody looking at their phone for seven <laughs> seconds, and then all of a sudden they jump up, and all of a sudden they real quick cut back to the fucking studio where everybody's voice looks like a bad Saturday afternoon kung fu movie from 1970-something, because their, <laughs> their voice and their fucking lips ain't matched up. They had a... Uh, uh, literally the applause sign and the quiet sign going because it, they had a crowd. It's just, dude, it was pretty embarrassing. And I mean, I'm like, I, really? It just, it just, it, it, I, I get the pomp and circumstance. You want to, you want to pump it up. You want to, you know, get people psyched and shit. But come on, dude. Put together something that looks like it wasn't put together by the AV club of Harrison fucking high school. You know? I mean, come on, man. It's bad. So. Awesome. But, it, it, yeah. well, well, didn't we learn in the last couple of weeks that this is their number one revenue generator? Yeah. They make more money off of this than they do a whole season of college football. And that is crazy. That, that still boggles my mind. I, you know, NPR had a story. They assigned a reporter to cover the uh the first uh two rounds here in uh is it first two rounds that'll be here in Detroit at at the LCA something like that and uh she was like I don't get it I don't understand it cuz you work for NPR <laughs> pr- pretty much pretty much pretty much pretty much how I looked at it but um that's like some that's like sending someone who works at ESPN to an NPR event they would say the same thing you're not in that world. But, I mean, there were a lot of people from out of fucking state, out of town, here for specifically that. You know, she, between the people moving the queue line, apparently got enough people to interview from out of state. And I'm like, really? People are on those two things? <laughs> they they got to be from out of town. <laughs> hey, this will take us right downtown. No, it's the queue line, dude. Are you kidding me? It goes up and down Woodward. And gets in car accidents. <laughs> gets in my way when I go to lunch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, apparently, the, and then the money, you know, they, they speculate. But, I mean, apparently the money is going to be generated. There's going to be a lot of money flowing into Detroit for, the you know, this weekend. Right, so. just like here in Wichita, we're hosting it as well. Oh, we're tournament buddies. 
know what that means. We're wiener cousins. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, right. A bond but that can never be broken. The the place where there's nothing to do, there's going to be. It's going to be jumping. Oh, I absolutely believe it, man. I mean, uh, dude. Shh. I. College basketball is just something that I'm aware of it, and I understand how nuts people get over it, but I've ran into a few really hardcore college basketball fans, and I'm like, wow, you guys you guys might give some college football fans that I know a run for their money. I mean, I'm talking like levels of Michigan, Ohio State, hatred towards you know between certain teams and fan bases i mean top of my head duke and unc no love lost between them motherfuckers and kentucky hates both of them so i don't know man this this is being the second year i've had to pay attention to this shit (laughs) (laughs) hey just say what everybody else says Anybody but Duke. I, you know, I, I might actually start watching some games and, and you know, being like, eh, all right, I'll give it a shot here. Well, if nothing else, you got, to, you know, your bracket to cheer for. Yeah, it's true. I, who knows? I guess. In, a, in a week from now, it, you have a crazy weekend and then just be, you know, the dumpster fire. Yeah, everybody's bracket's fucked. Exactly. Xavier and UVA both lose in the first round. Oh, good night, everybody. All right, so are we, uh, we've, we pretty much put a bow on the, the college football talk. Basketball? Yes. Or, yeah, excuse me, basketball. See? That's where my mind's at. <laughs> all right. I'm all, ready, I'm all ready to start shitting on Jesus and khakis. Yeah, no, let's, right? get some, let's get some hatred going in there. Well, you know, actually, no. I, we, we may be done with the with you know March Madness talk, but there, you know, if you're not from Michigan and you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to skip the next ten fifteen minutes, or just skim it and see if we're still talking about this if it has no interest to you. There's a whole lot of back and forth sniping going on between Michigan and State fans about at this point, right now. In history, as we sit here, who has the better college basketball coach, is, Michigan or State? Is this, I don't even know how this is even a long conversation. I, I have no idea. It's t- they're talking about Tom Izzo versus John Beeline. Yep. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. Exa- count the final fours. The end. Like, I, I mean, you can, if you want to compare Michigan, Michigan State, you'd have to go now to earlier. Izzo to Fisher, maybe. But see, the argument I'm hearing is that if you're just going by, much like this is an argument you used to hear with um, D'Antonio and whoever Michigan had after Lloyd Carr, is that you know Marky Mark did a whole lot more with a whole lot less. And that's the argument that the people that are in Beeline's fucking camp are saying. Between all the scandals with that program, you know, the co- that college basketball program, the bullshit surrounding it, the fact that they have a college basketball powerhouse right up the road from them. He doesn't get the recruits that Michigan State does. But yet, he's made a national championship game in his career. He's actually taken Michigan farther than most people expected him to. 
to the point where even one of our co-hosts has him in the national championship game. So, I mean, I have no dog in this fight. My well, question yeah, but is, I did that straight up as a homer pick. Oh, Jesus. See, this is the bullshit I'm talking about. And Did you... What, when you went to the doctor for that panic attack, did they find out you're on the spectrum or something? Why would you admit that? Just fucking run with it, man. Don't t- Basically, you just said this is a bit you're doing. This Don't isn't a bit. Shit. No, th- no, seriously, it's not a bit. I-, I told you why I did it. Michigan does have a good coach. They really do. He's really good. They've been able to make par all season. They've been able to hold their course. State has as well. Other teams have gotten suspensions, investigation. There's so much shit surrounding so many other teams. I just don't see them being focused enough on this tournament. All right. Well, I mean, gun to my head, I'm with both of you guys. Give me Izzo any day of the week, you know. But I don't think that, unfortunately, that that implies that I think that Beeline is a shit coach. And that's just not the case. They're both very good coaches. Izzo is going to go down in history at Michigan State, though. Beeline, well, he's going down in history, period, not just in state. Co- in college, in college basketball, yeah. And you're right. I, I'm underselling him. You're right. You're absolutely right. He, he's, he is one of the marquee coaches ever in college basketball. There'll be a building named after him somewhere, Nice Lansing. Somewhere, absolutely. You know, I but I can respect the 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 job that Michigan's coach has done, absolutely. And and I mean, you could compare him to anybody else. You know, with State or UNC, Kentucky. You know, the, they have marquee coaches. Yeah, but I, I mean, UNC, Kentucky, Duke. Come on, no. I mean, dude, those are those are college basketball powerhouses. I mean, perennial powerhouses basketball factories exactly uh i mean you know (laughs) coach k boom mic drop that's all you gotta say (laughs) i mean seriously are you kidding me how how many fucking olympic basketball teams was he handed the keys to two or is it more than that (laughs) i mean you know not a pro coach, a college basketball coach. Go out here and coach these pros and bring home the gold. Of course, I guess you could make the argument you could throw a chimp in a suit behind the fucking team, and the team would be like, yeah, okay, coach, that's nice. We, we're we not running stairs. We know what we have to do. They may have Yao Ming, but we're going to dunk all over these Chinese motherfuckers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yao Ming, more like egg roll motherfucker. Ugh, there you go. You know, Me, Chris Carter. Na 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 na. but yeah i I don't know i just thought it was a very interesting argument because i'm just like who the fuck would argue against Izzo? who's that big of a homer yeah no not fans with time on their hands i hate hate ohio state woody was a better coach than fucking bo schembechler period and i can say that and it doesn't even leave a bad taste in my mouth because I, I can't be that big of a homer. You'd have to be functionally retarded to fucking think that 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 Bo was a better coach than Woody. Look at the fucking records. Period. How many? Look at the bowl game records. That's all you got to do. I mean, Bo. He has a losing record in bowl in bowl games, and he's like a god in this area. 
like maybe the only other coach I can think of that's that is going to go down like that will be in 10, 15 years. We're talking about Jim Leland that way as man, you know, one of the greatest coaches Tigers are, you know, managers Tigers ever had. What did he win though? No world series. He went there twice, but he didn't win anything. I heard he could uh, smoke you under the table. That he could do. (laughs) (laughs) Only motherfucker that was allowed to smoke in Comerica Park for about 10 years. (laughs) 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 I just loved it when it was like, there's no smoking in Comerica Park. And I'm looking around, I'm like, why do I see fucking Jim Leland sitting there on the top step of the fucking dugout with his Marlboro in his hand? (laughs) Jim goddamn Leland. (laughs) Because he's like, you ain't going to tell me not to smoke, motherfucker. Just sit out. Rah, 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 rah. You know, it's just going to be the end of that. He, he, our I'm a grown-ass man, dog. grown-ass man. We are outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I ain't hurting nobody. Oh. No, I'm right. saying, though, I got Michigan beating UNC, Gonzaga, and Virginia. So You are on all types of crack, son. <laughs> uh, I'm just, like I said, I, they stay the course. Iceman's Cracktacular Picks. <laughs> Hopeful. It's Cracktastic. These are not football picks, folks. Do not listen to this man. <laughs> Do not put money on it. <laughs> Did you see that I made the motto of our bracket 14 and 2? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I, when I pick football picks, it's the Iceman Cometh League. When I pick fucking... Basketball, college basketball, it's the Iceman Dribbles League. 82 and 0. That's right. You blew your load in, in, in football season. Now you just got like a, uh, there's a little bit of dust that came out with it, but it'll be all right. <laughs> dribble, dribble, dribble. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, any other sports stories we want to get to before the capper, which would be an NHL story? We're, we're doing it backwards hey. from, from usual, folks. Usually we start with the NHL and end with football. Tiger Woods is back, y'all. Whatever. What what did he win? (laughs) He didn't win shit. Hold on. Hold on. Now I'm really going to use the bathroom. Talk about Tiger and and NASCAR for five minutes. (laughs) Kevin Harvick won three races in a row. Ooh. (laughs) That's actually harder than you think. NASCAR is reversed engineered of, uh, like, uh, NBA or NFL. It's gotten harder with time. I'll take your word for it. Well, in the days of Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt and all of those guys, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to to your car. There were, there were you know, you put rules. rockets on it. You, I mean, like could, I said, there were rules. Could you use jet fuel? There were rules that you had to follow, but they were very few and far between. We're talking about how high you could put the spoiler, you know, how wide your tires could be, that type of shit. But now you got what's called restrictor plate racing, where it makes every car the same speed, supposedly. You can't go over 200 miles an hour or 200-something miles an hour, basically governing the engines. Well, that's no fun. Uh, they basically lock the driver into place with the harnesses and the halos and the straps so you don't have freedom to move and look around you. So, I mean, it's actually gotten harder with time to win. So to win three in a row is kind of a big deal today. Yeah, but did somebody do it two years ago? Well, yeah. What I read? That's what I'm saying, though. In today's age, even two years ago, 
it, it's it's harder to do than say when you know Earnhardt and them them raced because you also got just like in the NHL you know no boarding and shit you you can't rub as hard and as often as you used to in NASCAR they'll black flag you in a minute I don't even know what that means means you're gonna get pulled off the track you're done son black flag and it was a band with Henry Rollins <laughs> and black a king, flag and a king's X song and, and a black flag and a NASCAR means you're fucking done son pull over <laughs> turn your car off go take a shower so I mean it's it, it's actually quite a feat that he's won it you know three in a row no I get you it's like a, it's like a pitcher you know in three consecutive outings pitching three complete games yeah it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it's kind of a very it's a, it's a very rare thing to happen anymore. But well, it was, it was like I was saying when you left, Rich. It's it's harder. It's the reverse engineer of of NBA and NFL. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, I heard you because the restrictor plates and the way they have them strapped in and all that stuff. No, I understand yeah. that definitely. So it's just way harder to do it now. They're trying to make everybody fair and equal. And safer, and you know, less wrecks, less rubbing, and if you fight through all of that and can win three consecutive races on three different tracks. It's, you can say something. Well, also, he's a young guy, isn't he? Kevin Harvick. Yeah, younger. Meaning he's not Dale Junior age. You know, like no. coming to the end of it type career. You know, so that's. It, it, yeah, you know it's well, it's, I mean, the, it's the rookies coming up into their prime. This is what should be happening. Yeah, not really. He's he's forty ish. Yeah, but NASCAR, that's like what? I mean, <laughs> seriously, how old was Richard Petty out there? How old was Carl Yarborough out there for? D- different day, different day, Rich. Yeah, there's different motherfuckers because they were probably taking shots at Jack Daniels when they come in off the pit too. But you know, can't do that shit now. Because you can't even have the Winston Cup anymore. Well, Dale Jr. is like, Dale's Jr. is 43. So, Kevin yeah, Harvick's he, just about as old as he is. Yeah, but Dale Jr. Dale Jr. had to live up to his daddy, and he never really did. And but he had a, he had a no. lot of fans because of who his dad was. Oh, absolutely. And, and the loyalty, and et cetera, et cetera. But he was not his dad. It's the, it's the Kyle Petty situation. Kyle Petty is just Kyle Petty. That's what history will look upon. It's, he will always be Richard Petty's son who raced. Dale Jr., yeah. if, 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 if the Intimidator hadn't died winning like he did, I don't think Dale Jr. would be held as in high esteem in as many people's eyes as he is now. That's what I'm getting. I'm not saying he would be looked down upon. I completely agree with you. 100%. You're right on about that. You know, so, but all right. Free wheeling, free loading Dale Jr. That's who he would be. But anyway. Well, he also, he, he also got to know something, too. Dale Jr. tried to make a name for himself away from his dad. He left Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. Dale Earnhardt Incorporated was who, who he was driving for with his father. That was the race team. And he left there trying to make a name on his own. He didn't, or he did. It depends on how you look at it. Well, I mean, I got to say that. I got to say this. I, 
my father owned a business at one point, and for me to to if 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 you know certain things had turned out differently, and when I became of age to join the business, I'd have told him I wanted to be in his business. I'd have probably had to been better than anyone else he was looking to hire. He would he would have held me to a higher standard, is what I'm getting at. And so that's probably what was going on there. I would I would think so because Dale Earnhardt doesn't seem like the type of guy who's going to go. Oh, don't worry, son. It's perfectly okay to lose. Well, actually, he was though. <laughs> was he? Okay. Well, yeah. Well, he had another son racing named Carrie. Who? Right, Carrie Earnhardt. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never heard that name before in my life. <laughs> that, that's kind of my point. Barry Earnhardt. Carrie. Was him and Dick Trickle teammates? <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so what else you got? <laughs> yeah, his, anyway, his name is Carrie Dale Earnhardt. That, it's a joke, a, right? It's a I, fucking joke. Not a joke. It's his eldest son. His name is Carrie Dale Earnhardt. Uh-huh. Not kidding. I feel like we're being fucked with, Chris. Oh, my God. Look him up. My son Dale, my son Dale. Yeah. <laughs> and when we get too drunk, this is Carrie Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, it's it's Dale like... Earnhardt Sr.'s oldest son. No, I got you, motherfucker. I heard you the first three times. I'm just saying. I feel like I'm being trolled here, but obviously oh, I'm not. We have spent too much time on race. See, this what happens. We get lost in the inner workings of bullshit. <laughs> Did you have something about the NHL there, Rich? Well, wait, though. Tiger's back. But he's not back. Well, now see who you, who you talking to. Did he win? Because he came not, in second. Because he, he finished back. one shot. He, found, he finished Great. one shot back. Remember Terry Bradshaw? Oh, everybody remembers his rings. Yeah, great. He didn't win nothing. Well, he went from like a hundred to one to win the Masters to ten to one now. Everybody's saying he's back because he finished second at this tournament, last tournament they had. Everyone's gonna lose some money. I'll tell you what, it was he was back enough to crush uh, uh, to crash the uh, PGA website. Everybody streaming Tiger. That happened. No, I there was a lot of talk um, that I heard from the. The what do you call it? Uh, golf fans, you know, going, "Hey, is this the beginning of a comeback for him?" And I'm just like, "Aren't y'all the same people that hated his ass when he was winning all the time?" Is this a case Fucking of waffle waitresses? You know, is this is this a case of we love to to build someone up just to tear him down so we can watch the comeback? I mean, look, if he even gets back to winning half as much as he used to, that would be a hell of a story. After two back surgeries? Hell yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I don't know how to play golf to save my life, but I, I watch it, and I'm, I know that it, a lot of it has to do with uh, you being able to torque your back. And he's gotten bigger, so I think he's on that HGH. He's on that Barry Bonds diet. Oh, uh, so he's, he's fucking waffle waitresses again then, huh? Probably. Dude, he probably wakes up just blue steel, ready to puncture <laughs> titanium. 
That's why Lindsey Vaughn was like, I got to get away from this this motherfucker. Seriously, dude. <laughs> Just wakes up screaming. Ah! Yeah. He Keep would listen to our show, Wake Up Jacked. Hey, wake Up Jacked. I'm seriously like I'm sure she was like you gotta keep that Negro egg roll away from me. I can't fuck with that thing anymore, man. That that's done wore my ass out. Seriously, I'm pretty sure he was knocking the bottom out of that. Apparently, he was because she uh, didn't win any gold medals. Knocked the gold medal right out of it. Yeah, not yeah. Made her weak in the knees. He's like, here you go. Here comes here comes the chocolate thunder, baby. You ready? And she's like, no. Please be gentle. <laughs> it's not my vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. There are no more safe words, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, shit. But no, man. It, I mean, I guess they'd make a good story, but I, it's it's ultimately, it's golf. I just, I'm like, okay, that's good for people that watch golf. People that watch golf are like people that spectate skiing. I'm like, how do you, how is this shit interesting? <laughs> yeah. Like, I like to play golf. I do not like to watch it. I don't even like to but, play it that often. I know a lot of people feel the same way about baseball, though, so who, who am I to talk? And next week, if you feel that way about baseball, you ain't going to want to listen to next week. I'm going to play that <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> well, I, but here's the biggest question, though. Is it a comeback? No. One tournament, he finished second, one no. shot behind the leader? No. I, I don't think it is either. Win a major, then we'll start talking comeback. Competing well, it, is not a comeback for Tiger Woods. Winning is a comeback for Tiger Woods. Guys, we're talking in November, nine years since his entire world imploded. Almost a decade. It was right around Thanksgiving 2009 when all that shit went down with his ex-wife. And his just drop off the face of the earth, being dropped by sponsors, being dropped by fucking, you know, his, it, the opinion the opinion of... of of people about him going in the toilet and I maybe I'm being Mr. You know, blue skies, bright, bright side on this one. The fact that he has anyone cheering for him to win anymore, almost a decade later after almost a decade of doing absolute dick has got to be worth something. I mean, it's, it's it kind of reminds me of Tyson when he got out of prison. I mean, Tyson was just knocking motherfuckers into next week with the quickness, he was such a knockout artist. They were, they were fucking throwing damn near bums off the street into into the ring, just trying to get them to do it again. I mean, so that demand to watch someone and, and hope that they'll get back to their former greatness. I don't know. It's got to be. I look at this way. It's got. It, it's it, it. To me, it's got all the trappings of a good sports story. If he if he wins one more major. His ego will never let him do this. But if he if he wins one more major, after he wins it, he should go. Thank you. I'm done. I just wanted to do this one last time. Well, if he does win the Masters, holy hell! My name's Tiger Woods, and y'all can eat a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, right? For shizzle. I always wanted to say that. I think tomorrow that he's uh, it'll be Thursday. He, I think he's teeing off in another tournament. We'll see how he does in that one. But I mean, if he does well in that one. Masters ain't looking like a bad bet for him. I'm just saying. And if he wins that, oh, holy shit. He ain't winning the Masters. No, nah, I would go with Jordan Spieth or Thomas or someone. I don't think he's got him. Well, I mean, guys, I'm just saying. He went. It went from literally EA Sports had a franchise called Tiger Woods Golf. Oh, yeah. 
Uh-huh. Or it's now Rory McIlroy Golf. It is. Ten cup. <laughs> I mean, so that, that's that's what I'm getting at. Like this was a, this was not just a fall from grace. This was jumping out of a airplane at thirty thousand feet without a parachute this, and being, somehow surviving. Yeah, this is being pushed out of that plane. You know, and you're getting out here. Boop. Splashing down in the ocean. Yeah. All of a sudden, you pull up on a beach in a raft somewhere. <laughs> Wilson, yeah. come sponsor me again. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I think it's time to wrap it up because Google News just keeps refreshing soccer at the top of my sports news feed. Well, I have okay. I, got, <laughs> I have I have two things. One of them is an Ice Man squirrel moment, but I, I have to throw this out there. Because we didn't bring up this as a landing spot for Sue. Ian Rappaport's reporting that it's very likely he's going to sign with Seattle. Oh, which shit. Makes n- no sense. Why the fuck were they blowing up their defense if they're going to go out and spend money on Sue? You get a new defense. Yeah, you got rid of Michael Bennett. Do they still have Cliff Averill? You're gonna build. You're gonna build a new defense around an eight-year veteran defensive tackle who is showing no signs of of coming back to former glory. Come on now. Come on, man. Uh, no. I mean, that just that's if they needed to fill a spot and he was available. That's one thing. Kind of like we did with Nada here in Detroit. She yeah. left. It was like, well. Let's, Put Nada in there. Let's see how he does. You know, that's one thing. To go after him in free agency, to sign him, to make him the 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 crown jewel of your defense. Because who the fuck else is there on defense at this point? Cam Chancellor. Okay. Uh, Cam Chancellor. That's what I'm saying. So, no, I'm saying they, they got rid of Sherman. Earl Thomas is looking to get out. Michael Bennett left. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, so that yeah, was the Legion of Booms. It's Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, and, and Richard Sherman. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there that it's a it's a very weird. If that's the case, and Ian Rappaport is right, to me that's a strange move for Seattle. I don't understand. I, at that point, I have to throw my hands up and go, I don't know what the fuck's going on in Seattle. I guess they were thinking. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck, fuck they were thinking. Exactly. <laughs> but... All right. Anything else before we get to the, the final final story here? Mm-mm. Nah, there ain't shit. Except All right. I'm in both playoffs for the fancy hockey and fancy basketball. But anyway, oh. okay. So you can have a podcast for one about that later. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because the only thing more boring than my fantasy team is your fantasy team. So, yeah. That's <laughs> All right. Well, in the NHL, we, we had a – I made no bones about it. I think he's the best all-around player post-lockout, mid-2000s lockout. And that's Alexander Ovechkin. Um, in today's game, I mean, he's probably the closest thing to a power forward, you know, that, that, that that's really still out there. Because of the numbers he puts up and the fact that that motherfucker never shies away from fucking throwing hits. 
I mean, just the, look at the amount of hits compared to the amount of points he's had. That's just not found in today's game, the dump and chase game. It's just not. But he scored a 600th goal. And Earl, you asked me, do I think he has a chance to catch Gretzky in the group chat? Yeah. So before I answer, what's your opinion? I don't know, man. It's a different league. It's a different time. Uh, I, I think he's getting up there in age. Well, he's been in the league one more year than, than Sid. So he's got one more year of wear and tear on him than Sidney Crosby does. So, I mean, at that point, you got to ask, is it the mileage or is it the age? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't think it's the same league. And Gretzky did it with all-star Hall of Fame players around him. Well, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't see Alex coming anywhere close to having that type of talent. Now, just, just to clarify for everybody listening, I am solely talking about goal scoring. I'm not talking about total points. I'm talking about. Does he have a chance to catch Gretzky at 894 goals? That's what I'm getting at. So, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah. What do you think, Chris? I remember he's 32. Uh, this isn't this isn't football. Mm-hmm. I mean, by all by everything I've ever heard about this man, he is a physical fucking specimen who keeps in excellent shape. I mean, he could turn around and be another Yamir Yager, play to your 45. Uh. You know, if he continues on the clip that he's, yeah, he could do next season. 200 and some goals in one season? <laughs> no, I thought he's going to get 32 more. No, he's at no, 600. He's 600 now. He needs, he needs a total of 894 to, to match Gretzky. Oh. So he needs 294 goals. Oh. No. Is he going to play oh. for four more years? And score 50 goals plus each. Okay. Well, this is just breaking down his stats. All right. Age 20, his rookie season, 2005-2006, scored 52 goals. Next season, 46. Next season, 65. Mm-hmm. Led the league. Uh, won the uh, Rocket Richard Trophy for most goals in the season. Next season after that, he scored 56. Once again, won the Richard Trophy. 50, 32, 38. Now, here's where you get into the modern NHL, what I consider the modern NHL. This is the effects of the lockout have taken effect. In 2012, the 2011-2012 season, he scored 38. He didn't lead the league. In 2012-2013, he scored 32, and he led the league. Now, that was the shortened season. But that's where, that, that was that mini, lock, that, that, like, you know, that mini lockout they had. All right. So... After that, he scored 51, 53, 50, led the league in all those seasons. Last season, he scored 33. This season, in in 82 games. This season, he's got 42 and 69, and he's leading the league. So that means, at his pace of .61 goals per game, he would need another 485 games to catch Gretzky, which is almost six full 82-game seasons, which would put him at 38 if he kept, if he keeps this pace. That's obviously barring any more bullshit lockouts, lost seasons, etc. I mean, and you look at the man's, you look at the man's games played, except for the shortened season, the least amount of games he's ever played in a complete season is 72. 
in 2009-2010 that speaks to his durability so put money on it I wouldn't bet the farm but I'd say he's got a fucking shot at it I would definitely say it's in the realm of possibilities exactly exactly where is Sid sitting no as far as goals yeah uh, hold on a sec. I know he just he hit eleven hundred points. Um, Crosby spreads the puck around a lot better than uh, uh, Ovi does. But hold on, I'll tell you. He's at four hundred and five with eleven hundred and three points as of right now, tonight as we record, <clears throat> with one less season. Oh no, I'm sorry. I take that back. They came into the league the same season. Um, Oh, shit, and I'm wrong. My bad. See, this is how much the modern NHL fucks with me. Uh, Crosby in 852 games has 1,103 points, 405 goals, 698 assists. In 999 games, Ovechkin has 600 goals, 509 assists for 1,109 points total. So he kills Crosby. Yeah, but he's also played roughly 140 more games. But that, once again, you look at games played, Crosby's more injury prone. He's not as durable as Ovechkin. You know, Crosby played, uh, the shortened season was 2012-2013. Take away that season, the least amount of games he's played is 22 in the 2011-2012 season. He missed a half a season before that. He missed a third of the season in 2007-2008, even though they did go to the cup finals that year. His, I mean, he's his durability's gotten up there. I mean, 80, 2014, 77 in 2015, 80 in 2016, and then 75 and 70 in the last two seasons, including this season. So far, he's played 70 games. So this season, he's really on pace to, you know, to play or match his career high. But I don't know. I just, I look at Sidney Crosby. I look at Alex Ovechkin. I know that people will say Sidney Crosby is the greatest all-around player playing right now. If I could go back to 2005, 2006 season, I had my choice over which one to draft. I'm taking Ovechkin every time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's just all there is to it. I don't know, man. I honestly, with as as durable as he is, as much as he shows, and just as flat out as talented as he is, I think he makes it. I think he stays until he makes it. Well, I mean, now I know that a lot of people will say that this has nothing to do with anything, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. If you've listened to this show even this long, you know I'm one of the old school motherfuckers. I take hits and and, and factor them in. And since they started keeping track of hits, he's got 2,249 hits, Ovechkin does. Crosby has 598. Give it now or that's, receive it. That's, really, that's even strength hits. So that's, yes, giving. And then you, you, you factor in that blocks at even strength, block shots. Ovechkin has 314. Crosby has 324. So not only does he throw the body around more, he's just as willing to go down and block a shot as Crosby is this quote-unquote greatest all-around player playing right now who doesn't have a physical game like Ovechkin does. So, you know, 
I mean, and then ice time are virtually identical. That's something I got to give up to, uh, to Crosby. Crosby plays a lot. They're both at Ovechkin's at twenty minutes fifty nine seconds per game. Crosby's at twenty minutes fifty three seconds per game. That's career average for ice. You know, average ice time. Yeah, when he plays. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always that. So, but yeah, I think it's it's this is the sad part of the the push by the NHL once they once they knew Crosby was coming in once they knew that the, the Penguins were going to get him and then you know Lemieux was going to come back and play alongside of him for that first season and basically you know so they could have a pass the torch season and moment and all this shit is that I think I think on the whole the hockey world tends to take Alex Ovechkin for granted. And, I mean, it's like if I'm looking for an all-around player to build a team around, I'm not even looking at Sidney Crosby if Alex Ovechkin's in the running. I, I just, on, on for shits and giggles, or shiggles, however you want to look at it, Yamir Yager was drafted in 1990 by the Penguins. 28 years later, he has 766 goals, 1,155 assists for a total of 1921. Mm-hmm. That's in a 28-year career. And he's one of the greatest. Definitely. But, I mean, he he never had a physical side to his game. He right, was but I'm saying, though, player. he's only 166 goals ahead of Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. In way more time. Oh yeah, not that many assists ahead of him either. So I mean, it. it yeah. I, I think I think it's possible. Um, do I think it's likely? I mean, like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't put a, you know big money on it because you don't know what the fuck. This is the, this is the shitty part in this entire conversation. There's this wild card that hangs over the entire conversation. It casts like a pall over it, and that is. You don't know what the NHL has got in mind for the future. And I don't put it past the NHL to cater and 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 engineer the game towards a more Crosby-like player. To give him the edge because, well, fuck it. He's the fucking face of the franchise. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give him, you gotta give him the fucking chance to go out there and do and and, and, and you know be the shit. But, and really, to me, if Ovechkin was a North American player, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about Crosby. Because for as physical as he is, if you look at their penalty minutes, they're exa- almost exactly the same. Ovechkin has 641 total pen- penalty minutes. Crosby has 620. And Crosby is a bitch-ass, bitch-made, weak-titty, whiny-ass motherfucking hockey player. Crying about everything, diving all over the place. Yeah. He he dies more than a soccer player. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Manchester United, watched Manchester fucking, United called and said, what, do you want, what is he doing when he retires from the NHL? I was watching a highlight. It was a jeer. And uh, a soccer player chased down the guy with the ball and put his head down right by the guy so that he'd get elbowed in the face. Oh, did you guys see that soccer coach who brought a gun out of the field it was the owner (laughs) yeah fuck fuck jerry jones yeah i know right fuck al davis (laughs) guy was like bitch i don't like your call you got beef you got some issues (laughs) i'm sorry sir 
We got a problem, nigga? We no, got problem, no, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, sir. We're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, that's some straight gangster shit. And it's some European shit, too. It's not like guns are plentiful like in the United States. We need to end this gun violence soccer games. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I'm walking out of every soccer game that I go to, which is none. All the rest. In, in protest. <laughs> the rest in Europe will shoot back. <laughs> Whereas Ed Hockey Lee would just break his arm off and beat him to death with it. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you pulling a gun on me, motherfucker? Fans will throw bombs on the field and shit. There's one thing I got to say about soccer. That motherfucker's over there. They get rowdy. I mean, and that shit is no joke. I've seen stands collapse because of fucking brawls in the, in the, in the stands. Mm-hmm. And they still are fighting at the bottom of it. Like, the entire stand stands collapsed. They got up, found each other, and went back to fighting. That's dedication like a, to whooping a motherfucker's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like an Auburn and Alabama fight. Seriously, that makes this shit, it makes this shit from, uh, uh, what is it, March 22nd, 1996? Look like it, or 1997? Look like nothing. Because <laughs> that was on the ice. This is in the stands. <laughs> this ain't even the players. Players are like, Man, we could pay millions to take this game serious. We don't even take it that serious. What the fuck's wrong with these people? People are crazy. Summer down now. Summer down. <laughs> if you look up Donna Summer in the phone book, how would it how would it be put together? Summer Donna. Now stretch it out. Summer Donna. Summer down now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Summer Anyways. down now. Summer down now. <laughs> Now that we've gone way off of the fucking subject. Anyways, I just, I, 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 I feel Chris nodding off. Not in agreement <laughs> either, but in all this drowning about hockey. This is real hockey nerd shit that I got into. Sorry, folks. Every once in a while, it does still come out. Um, but yeah, I, I ultimately, I mean, it's, it's like when I have the discussion with people, who is the greatest all-around hockey player ever? You know, people throw out Bobby Orr, Gretzky. You know, every Mario once, Lemieux. Mario Lemieux. Every once in a while, you'll hear someone throw out, like, you know, Rocket Richard. And I'm like, okay, but you're not taking into account one thing longevity of career and the fact that he kept it up. And I mean, Stevie when you throw out, oh, man, Gordy Howe. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, that motherfucker was out there playing for the Vipers for a shift. I know it was a, a gimmick. 65 years old. But he was going in the corners with his elbows up. Like, how you doing, young guy? Like, seriously. Like, he was shaking their hand before the game, and then when they, when they said, go out there and take a shift, Hal. Number nine went out there looking for heads. Like, I'm not leaving till I got 100 Nazi scalps. It was some inglorious bastard shit. Damn. There was some biblical shit coming out of his fucking elbows at people's heads in those corners, man, because that's just what the fuck he did. That's just what I do. He didn't know how to play any other way. And he did it for fucking ever. Hand me my stick. It's the one that says badass motherfucker. Motherfucker on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me. Hey, wait, uh, Mr. Howe, which one's your stick? Now it's just say bad motherfucker, but it's the only one made out of all wood. One piece. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a tree in my backyard. <laughs> exactly. It was hit by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Thor sent down thunder to make my stick. Shit weighs 20 pounds. They got these composite <laughs> sticks out there that weigh like five ounces now. He's out there with a fucking branch 
Looking like he's got Groot as his fucking hockey stick. (laughs) (laughs) Taking wrist shots, this stick's like, I am Groot. You know, it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) His stick hits the ground, produces more bass than subwoofers. (laughs) (laughs) Gordy Howe. Wasn't about that trouble. All that, all about that bass. <laughs> That's all he was. No about. trouble here. All about the bass. All your bass now belongs to Gordy Howe. All your bases are belonging to me now. No, but in, in my book, the 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 if you, I mean, if you take longevity out of it, you have to put someone like Maurice Richard as the best all around player. Because I mean, those dude, those guys back in the day were just fucking mean. I mean, they were mean, like mean in a way that our grandparents were mean, like. But you know, you know, you hear about your grandfather in World War II, and you're like, "Oh, Grandpa, you got shot." And he, he how was it? And he don't want to, you know, lays too much heavy shit on you. So he's like, "Oh, that was horrible, son." And I hope you never have to face war. Meanwhile, if you talk to his VFW buddies, you're like, "Oh, that crazy motherfucker!" <laughs> shit. He whipped out his Zippo, took out his fucking K-Bar knife, got the tip of it glowing red, dug the shrapnel out, and then stuck a fucking lit cigarette in there to cauterize it, and then charged the machine gun nest. It's like, God damn. <laughs> like, that motherfucker's toenail after he cuts it off could kick my ass. Seriously, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong? It cut itself like, off. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, we talk about millennials. No, everybody's a pussy to our grandparents. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, you're right, though. You're right, though. Back then in the, in, in the NHL, it was very mean times. I mean... They hit you with center ice. It looks like the Russian from Rocky. If he dies, he dies. He dies. (laughs) Dude, there was no enforcers. You were your own enforcer, and you better back it up if you're going to fucking throw it around. Because if not, you're about to get your ass beat. Motherfuckers play goalie with no mask. Think about that. I know, right? (laughs) Art stopped on a wrist shot. (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, you I mean, that shit? Ooh, I remember. Was it was it Pronger took Chris a slap Pronger. shot? It, well, no, that was a slap shot. To be fair, though, it was, but still, it hit him in the chest, and his heart stopped. And he went down to one knee. <laughs> he did. Like, what? Can buy? Well, figure my heart stops beating. It's mourners omit flowers. You know, it's like, <laughs> boy, Rick. Rich liked to chain smoke and drink. No wonder he died of a heart attack at 40. His heart stopped. He's like, I'm going to take a knee for a second. Unlike Colin Kaepernick, I'm going to get right back up, though. I mean, it's like, God damn, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Took a, took a uh, slap shot right in the chest. I was like, did that just... Let me take a knee and think about that. Did that hit me in the... <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on a second. I can't hear my heartbeat. Oh, no, there it goes. Okay, uh, we're good. Uh, right, <laughs> Looking like the guy from Simpsons. He's <laughs> <laughs> pounding on his chest. Come on. Got fin- to finish the game. Let's go. Oh, shit. All right, so should we wrap it up? Yeah. This has been a, this has been a, a very short one compared to our usual. Welcome to the t- time of year, folks. Uh, oh, man, I got the hiccups right at the end. Too much, too much laughing. <laughs> oh, sorry. We'll we'll keep it boring for you next show. Anyway, no one laughs. God knows they're not tuning in for the stats. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is up on uh, Twitter. 
at Sporty Podcast. If you're new, welcome to the show. Uh, if you're still hanging out, thanks for hanging in there. Uh, make sure you tell a friend if you like the show, you can email the show, Sporty at Chris. Man, Sporty at ChristopherMedia.net. <laughs> Man, yeah, like us and share us on Facebook. And Rate us on iTunes, five stars if you get a chance. Please, and thank you. And go to ChristopherMedia.net. Check out the rest of the shows. And definitely remember to tune in next week if you're a baseball fan because our special guest is the motherfucking rain man of baseball shit. Seriously, I'm not bullshitting. He will shame. If you think you know about baseball, he will shame you. Yes. Like, I'm not even doing homework. I'm just going to bask in the master's glow. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm just going to ask him dumb questions. He's going to be like, you're asking about who the Tigers got coming up through the farm system? Why don't I tell you about the fucking Puerto Rican Brazil baseball league that you've never heard of and who's coming up and blah, blah. And it's going to be like, oh, my God, dude, seriously? I can't fuck like that. scouting reports on some kids playing stickball in Guatemala right now. I swear to God. Seriously, running bases barefoot and shit. Yeah. Using old landmines as first base. Like, no <laughs> bullshit, man. <laughs> So yeah, that's going to be the show you want to tune in if you're if you're a baseball fan next week. Yeah, Todd and hope from the Escaping the Cave podcast. You'll be yes, us. I I absolutely forgot to to, you know, to pump his podcast up, um, but also hopefully next by next week we'll have a little bit more uh, movement in free in baseball free agency, and then we can finally dive into the whole what the fuck is going on in the off season of baseball this season. What didn't go on? In the baseball offseason. Exactly. The crickets. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. All right. Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.